Hey, it's Danny. And I'm also Danny. And we're the Danny Duo. No, really, we are the Danny Duo. So, what are we talking about today, Danny? How about we talk about these struggles and challenges that come with upcycling? There are always going to be struggles and challenges, and we've definitely learned along the way to face the ones that we go through while upcycling. Yeah. I mean, there's a challenge with every step of the process. Yes. It's a challenging process. It's not just quick and easy. Like there's a construction manual. It's, you don't have that aspect. Right. We could have decided to do something a whole lot easier. Yes. But, you know, we like to challenge ourselves. Yes. A little too much. Yeah, exactly. We like a good challenge. <laughs> yeah, we like a good challenge. So we picked a great thing for the environment. True. There's plenty of product out there that could be reused and it's not being utilized. So. Yeah. And that's why we chose it. Because exactly. if we're gonna make a brand we want to do something that is not gonna pollute yes contribute to the world but also save the world exactly it all begins with the materials yes and that's the first struggle with every process you got to start with the foundation yes and i guess the biggest struggle is just never having enough materials yeah because with us the way that we operate when we it comes to materials is we either ask around and we get donated materials whether yes. it's from family friends co workers, colleagues, everyone, anyone, anyone. <laughs> if you're listening, donate to us. Yes. If anyone has any denim or jewelry, jewelry. <laughs> hit us up. Yep. <laughs> we will take it. We are literally orders yes. <laughs> of denim and jewelry. Oh, yeah. And if it's not being donated to us, it's us going to every thrift store we can possibly go to and buying what we can. Or buying a little too much. Or buying a little too much. Because I know when I go shopping, I'm like, ooh, I could use this jean for this, or I could use this jacket for this, or this has a really cool wash. I'll figure something out to you. Oh, yeah. And then you're just hoarding it all because it's there's only one piece. Like with what we're using, there's not you're not going to find multiple. It's unique. That's the thing, too. You have to be very creative with what you're making because it's not like you can buy yards and yards of fabric or buy yards of chains. Yep. You are literally buying a single pair of jeans and then you have to figure out what to do with it. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty wild. I mean, you can combine different pairs of jeans and jackets and stuff, but when you're going to a thrift store the odds are you're not going to find two of the same thing no and when you see it you've got to buy it right then because you could go back to the store and it could be picked up and that piece is gone exactly especially because thrift stores have pretty good prices true it's definitely a lot cheaper but the hardest thing also with thrift stores and running around to all the different stores and picking up materials is transporting them yeah that is a big thing because you can't just send it to your house no but also too with donating comes transporting it from wherever it's being donated from to our apartments. Yes. During Christmas, I went home, as I touched on before. I got donated a ton of jeans and then I had to transport it from home to my apartment. So from Massachusetts to New York, I had a suitcase, but I needed to redistribute things. Oh no. In different bags. Yeah. Because of how heavy denim is. It's heavy. So it surely fit in the suitcase, but I wasn't able to bring it on without having to overpay. And I was kind of like, well, you know what? Might as well just overpay because all of this stuff is free. True. Donate it. But one of the workers at the airport was like, well, you can use the shopping bag. I was like, okay. That works. You didn't want to wear 
were all like 15 <laughs> pairs of jeans. No, <laughs> I did, some money. did not want to wear that many <laughs> pairs of jeans. Yeah. So just redistributed. Worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I remember when I first decided I wanted to go into upcycling jewelry. I know I had a lot back home and I wanted mm. to utilize what I already had, but that involved my poor mom sending me three huge boxes of just everything she could find that I had left over. And jewelry is heavy too. Jewelry is heavy too. And, and it wasn't just a few pieces. Like I am the jewelry queen. So I have a lot of jewelry. <laughs> jewelry is small. Yes. But, but it's heavy. <laughs> oh yeah. Once you put a whole bunch together, it, it adds up. Yeah. I'm sure it ended up being a couple hundred. <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely wasn't a, a cheap box or a couple boxes I received. Totally. Makes the problem sense. was once I received it, I didn't know what to do with it all because I didn't have enough space. Oh my God. That is literally the biggest thing. A space in storage of New York City living non-existent. No. We don't have a studio. Our, our houses are right. little workstation. And it's like like we said, we will not say no to donations. No. We'll take them. We'll take them. Every crevice, every space that you possibly have. Yes. You have to utilize. Oh yeah. I remember I had so many Ziploc bags and plastic containers just to try and keep track of it all. And then I didn't have a desk at the time. And so it's like me building jewelry and upcycling and tearing apart jewelry on the floor. Oh my god, yes. The floor. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gotta utilize it. It's the only space we have to another, work. Another thing, where you make an upcycle. I had a desk, but you know, it's my, used. my desk is being used with my work laptop and desktop and keyboard. So, you know, I use the floor. When you're designing, you need to spread out. Yeah. Even and, at work, I'm like spread out across the floor. And then you get back problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you need to do some stretching. To <laughs> Definitely need a lot of that. Need a good stretch day. But I would love a studio. A studio would be amazing. So then you can see everything, too, because sometimes I have things and it's all packed away in all of these different places that I forget what I have. Yes. Mine's hidden in my closet and I finally just bought organizers, but there's just it's just not enough. Yeah. I feel like every time I go to make a new project, I reorganize. Yes. It's part of the it's part of the process. Exactly. Cleaning up, setting up, mm -hmm. making a mess. Right. And then before you even start, you gotta break down the materials. Yes. And that's the hardest struggle with what we're working with is like you buy it, you gotta bring it home, but then you gotta reinvent it. It's not like fabric where you can literally take a pattern and cut it out. You have to break it down. So yes. with jeans, you're gonna seam rip all of the seams. Yes. Unless you want the seams to be part of the design. But in order to get enough fabric, you have to seam rip all of the seam, take the zippers off, yeah. the waistband. It's a very time-consuming process. Oh, definitely. Like you got to reinterpret something that you have and just try and figure out how to make it new. Exactly. And the same goes with jewelry. I have to take it apart completely so I can visualize it in a different way. But that involves getting my pliers out and tearing each chain one by one, taking off all the charm. Yeah, that's what happens with upcycling. You literally break something down before you start. And sometimes with the denim, at least when I am seam ripping, I might pull the jean apart after yes. I ripped a couple seams and sometimes when it's a cotton heavy fabric or it's a cheap piece of denim the jean will literally rip or even weak over time because it's yes. vintage yeah because it wears you yes. know wears and tears yep. so <laughs> then i have to get on my feet and figure out a new game plan because i just tore my fabric yeah, and material yeah my material and you know like we said you only got one of each thing yes you have one shot to make it into something new and sometimes you got to reinvent it because you might have destroyed it yeah and also too 
sometimes you break your tools. Oh, definitely <laughs> broke a lot of tools so far. If you don't use them the right way. Yeah. Which I definitely broke two seam rippers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, you got to take everything apart. It's yeah. like you're not sewing up a garment, like you said, from fabric. You're taking apart to re-put back together into something special. Yeah. With that being said, every piece is different. Yes. One of a kind. Yes. And unique. Definitely unique. And like there might be a few, what's the word? Imperfections. I was just going to say flaws. Yeah. But that's also the kind of beauty of it. You're not, right. it's, you shouldn't be expecting to get something that's like picture perfect. brand new, yes. picture perfect. It's upcycled. Right. It's going to have a beauty of being worn before. And yeah, that's what makes it, you know, an amazing upcycled piece. You yes. still have the worn previous look. It's yes. just interpreted in a new way. Yeah. So and you're you the only one who's going to have that. So, right. That's the best thing with like upcycled products is it is one piece. So it is special. Oh, yeah. And along the lines of just trying to figure out how to reinvent it and take it apart, you definitely are learning and teaching yourself along the way. I know just since I started making jewelry, I have learned so much different techniques. They might not be the best techniques, but you're just learning as you go. And I'm sure it's the same with denim. Right. Because like I said, I mean, if you tear the jean, yes, then literally that's a problem to solve. Yep. Every single piece that you make, you need to learn and teach yourself. And whether it's me trying to figure out how to make something fit better mm-hmm. or how to utilize the most amount of fabric. Yeah. It's all trial and error and it's it not is. traditional school no. where there's one way. There's so many different ways, so many things to learn. Every process is different. It's different and also it's a long, lengthy process. This process takes a lot of time and it's not your standard, like you said. It is so time consuming. Yes. So time consuming. It's extra time consuming because no one understands how long it takes to break down the piece. Yes. And then you can play around with it to figure out how you're going to utilize the materials. And then with figuring out how you're going to use the materials, there's a lot of challenges to overcome with just that alone. And sometimes you might have to put it together, break it apart again. You know, it's a very tedious process. Yeah. You don't have a pattern to start from. You're like, you're kind of going in blind and exactly. doing it as you go. And I mean, it's definitely very rewarding. It is. Once you've got that finished product in your hand, it feels like your heart and soul into it. Blood, you sweat, did. and tears. Yes. From the fingers getting nicked to <laughs> cutting yourself with wire cutters. It's... All of the pins in your skin. Yep. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs> we do not play when we say blood, sweat, and tears no. in the process. We're trying to deliver some good product. Yeah. Well, you never know how long something is going to take. And when figuring out costs, the reason why upcycled products cost so much is not so much the materials. Yes. You're pretty much paying for the one-of-a-kind uniqueness. Yes, and the amount of time you're putting into it and effort. And it's not, you're one person making it. You're not, you don't have a whole factory behind you. Or or team. You're the team. You're wearing all the hats. So that adds to the cost. It's hard to figure out the cost and explain to the client or the customer why it costs so much. It's because of the time. I mean, it's not like traditional fabric where you can just start right away. Yes. It's the time. It's the and time, it's people. <laughs> yeah. Time and it's unique. It's, I mean, you got to pay more for one of a kind pieces yeah. that are special. But then it's cool because then if you're out and you're wearing it and somebody asks you, where'd you get that? It's like, 
I'm the only one who has it. Right. So it's you kind can't, of, it's cool. Yeah. Like, it's like you can't go to the store and find the piece. No. Like, you can be like, oh, yeah, you, you can go to this person and get another one of a kind piece made. Like, it could be the same silhouette or the style of a necklace. Yes. But your piece is going to be unique. Yes. It's made for you. When someone sees you with that unique one of a kind piece and you explain to them, well, you can't go and get this because this is made by Danny. Which Danny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which Danny. But she upcycles. So you can't get the same exact product, but you can get like a version of it. Yeah. That kind of stems into one of the biggest challenges is getting your name out there and promoting yourself. Oh, yeah. It takes a lot of time on social media, just word of mouth, right. just getting pictures of your product like we're always trying to do. It's it's a hard part of the process, too. And it takes a lot of time as well. It does. It really does. I can handle all of the struggles that go into making the product because, I mean, that's, that's what I enjoy, problem yes. solving. But you really do need to spend time on trying to find clients or have your friends wear your designs. Yes. That way, word of mouth, it can travel it can get out there but at the end of the day that's the biggest challenge with any business yes it's marketing at the end of the day it's figuring out how to market the product you right. created it you know what it costs it's one of a kind but then you gotta get it out there right marketing is key it is it's key in life it's key in businesses relationships it's like you're always marketing yourself in some way in another definitely and within marketing yourself you know that does go hand in hand with transitioning from college to the real world and trying to figure out how to stand out and getting your name out there. Yeah, I think that's the first time that we really had to market ourselves. Oh, and yeah. So it's something that we both went through and it's actually a great topic for next time. I think so. I think we should touch on that. Definitely. So until, until next, next time, Danny, Danny Duo, Duo delivered, delivered and done. <laughs>